Welcome to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, where we showcase energy healers, lightworkers, holistic coaches, hypnotherapists, and creatives using their intuitive healing and transformative gifts to create an impact and a healthy income, as well as celebrate their one-of-a-kind, soul-expressed businesses. We'll take a look at the inspirational and insightful money lessons and messages in the world around us. I'm Michelle I. Revis, your host and fellow spiritual entrepreneur, learning, exploring, and uncovering the gifts and the personal growth opportunities of a soul-inspired business right alongside with you. Thanks so much for pressing the play button and listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome friends to another Manifesting and Law of Attraction episode on the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Michelle Irevis. Thank you so much for joining me today. This episode is about the RES, or the Reticular Activating System, and the role it plays in the manifesting process, and how it bridges our conscious and our subconscious mind. I'm somewhat obsessed when it comes to all things relating to or having to do with the subconscious mind. I find that subject very fascinating. I was in my very happy place when I was getting my hypnosis certifications. I've heard of the RAS many times, but it wasn't until I did a little research that I really understood its key role in magnetizing and attracting what we want or intend. All right. So what exactly is the RAS? I'm going to try my best to explain what it is. Okay, simply put, the RAS or reticular activating system is the technical or scientific function of the brain and mind that facilitates the manifesting process. In a nutshell, it explains how we biologically or physiologically and psychologically manifest or attract what we desire. It's the root of where the magic, synchronicities, and delightful occurrences take place. According to my research, the RAS is located primarily within the hypothalamus area, the top of the brainstem. Its actual location is somewhere near the lower center and slightly to the back part of our physical brain. One might say it's the epicenter of manifestation and conscious creation. So that's the physiological part of the RAS. Now I think it might be helpful to go through the theoretical process of our reticular activating system with you step-by-step first and the technical. So first we have an intention or desire. The intention or desire can come from inspiration from seeing and observing something we want or from avoiding something we don't want or solving a problem. I like to think of this as preference or problem. For example, say we see a friend wearing a beautiful new necklace. 
we then have the desire for a beautiful new necklace too. If we were specific, we can say our new amethyst necklace, which is our preference. Or another example is say we're living with too much clutter and chaos and could really use some organization. We spend way too much time looking for things. We get frustrated with not being able to find things in our house. In this case, the inspiration is a problem. So we have two different ways of approaching inspiration. Preference or problem. Our RAS gets to work and sends us information. Soon we see beautiful amethyst necklaces everywhere. In stores, on Instagram, on coworkers, the lady in front of us at Starbucks, you get the picture. Or we see ads for organizing bins and gadgets. Or we overhear people talking in the grocery store about a sale in a local organization store. Or we meet someone out of the blue who is a professional organizer and is running a special this month of two rooms for the price of one. The next thing we know, we've taken inspired action and we have a beautiful new amethyst necklace or a wonderfully organized kitchen and bathroom. That's what's happening in our 3D physical experience in theory as an example. Now let's take a look at what's happening technically or psychologically step-by-step. Using the same examples of preference and problem as inspiration for desire and intention, we cast our desire or intention for a beautiful new amethyst necklace or a wonderfully organized space and say, universe, this is what I want to experience. We have this thought or idea. We set the intention of wanting it. All of this, of course, takes place in our minds. It originates on the mental plane. Then our subconscious mind determines that it is appropriate to experience this desire, goal, intention, preference, or solution to our dilemma. That's the new amethyst necklace or an organized personal space, our RAS, or a reticular activating system, then filters information from our physical environment to our conscious mind, selects or highlights information, in our surroundings that pertain to our preferences or desires or wants. We then notice and pay attention to what's highlighted. People, places, things, conversations, etc. This selective information is sent to us by our RAS through our senses, most commonly through seeing and hearing. Our RAS is sometimes called the gatekeeper letting only relevant information through to the conscious mind, aiding us in manifesting or actualizing or consciously creating. It makes the necklace that's displayed in the store window stand out and catch our eye. It makes the conversation in the grocery store clear and easy to hear. The next thing you know, your credit card is out or you're writing down information on your receipt. Taking inspired action was effortless and became an unconscious reaction. Imagine if we took in every single bit of information in our current reality or surroundings. It would be information overload. 
we probably would end up remembering nothing or at least nothing really significant, meaningful, or helpful. We would have to consciously sift through everything which would take up so much time and energy. We take in what our RAS deems as important and essential. That's why two people can experience the same event, yet remember things differently. Each person remembers what is most important or useful for them. In the case of manifesting, we remember what brings us our desires. The information we are sent supports us in taking inspired and sometimes unconscious action towards achieving our goals, finding solutions to problems, and manifesting our intentions. It's a powerful helper and an essential helper that I feel we don't acknowledge or talk enough about. I like to imagine my RAS as a genie in a lamp. My intention rubs the lamp, and when my genie understands my goal, it sends me what I desire and shows me how and where to get it, or brings it into my reality, or points out where it is already existing in my world. Okay, so if you don't mind, I'd like to take a moment here to point out something regarding possibilities and our desires and creations and the RAS that the RAS is showing us or telling us. So since it is a filtering mechanism of some kind, I'd like to point out everything we need, number one, already exists in the world around us and that we have a multitude of possibilities and options. We're not limited, so we don't have to get hung up or attached to just one single scenario or possibility. There's so many to choose from. There's so many ways to achieve or to manifest our goals, desires, and dreams. And number two, all we need to do is have a simple thought to discover it because it already exists in our field. It isn't far away or difficult or has to take a really long time to create in our lives. It's possible for something to be quick and easy. One more thought, if I may. Could our souls, spirit teams, guides, angels, ancestors, etc., etc., be inspiring us? guiding us or nudging us to certain experiences, desires, and manifestations that already exist to better our lives, deepen self-expression, or further align us on our path to our soul purpose or earth mission, and using the RAS to inspire and guide us to the most enjoyable, easy, breezy, and effective option for our benefit? You never know. A little food for thought. Ay ay ay. Okay, one more thought. Could it be that your soul or spirit team used your RAS or reticular activating system to listen to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs for some purpose or reason and for you to benefit or get you a little closer to manifesting and creating your desires? Anyways, I hope I've explained clearly enough what our RAS is and what it does. 
Now, let's take a look at a few things we can do when our subconscious beliefs are in conflict or misalignment with our current conscious desires. Here are my top three. One of my favorite modalities is hypnosis. Hypnosis helps us communicate and reprogram the subconscious mind. Hypnosis and guided visualizations can work wonders in engaging with our RAS, especially if listened to for at least 30 days straight. Hypnosis helps us experience and indulge in the possible outcome, the inevitable outcome before it actually arrives in 3D. It helps us live into the future and tells our RAS what we really want and are expecting. And when we add an emotional and energetic charge to that vision, the RAS has a clear picture and understanding of what we are wanting to see more of and what we will take action toward. Another is affirmations or mantras. Why is this one effective? Because of its repetitive nature, whenever we repeat intended outcomes or desired states, we send out the message that it's not only safe and acceptable, but sacred. In fact, it is already so. Therefore, send more of it. With affirmations and mantras, I'd like to add the reminder here to feel and emotionalize the mantras or affirmations as you say or chant them. As the saying goes, energy flows where intention goes, and that which we send energy magnifies. The third and final one is to find examples of success or people who have achieved what we desire. This is important because it tells our RAS that it is possible, safe, and acceptable. Essentially, it's proof, similar to social proof or testimonials, for it becoming a reality and working out wonderfully because other people have done it. We could read books on people who have achieved what we want to achieve. We could listen to podcasts with accounts of success stories. We could watch videos and documentaries on people who are experiencing what we want to experience as well. Please let me know if you have a favorite that I didn't mention and I should try out. I'd love to hear all about it. All right, my friend. I hope this episode on the RAS was informative and will help you to better understand the mechanics of manifesting. I also hope I played my part in sharing more about the very cool and fascinating reticular activating system. Feel free to share this episode with friends and fellow conscious creators who would like to geek out on the subconscious mind and on manifesting. I'll also link a few past episodes on manifesting in case you missed them and would like to listen to them as well. Until the next episode, may your RAS be an eager and obliging teammate in designing the life and business of your dreams so that you can live your sole purpose and do your sacred work in the world. Be well and take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. 
Hopefully, it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic.